episode of Color Decoded, a shortened format I like to call C-O-D-E, code. It's like the first two letters of color and the first two letters of decoded. Get it? I'm Erin Ann from the Community Library of Duet in Jamesville in central New York. We've had an amazing start to the podcast. I appreciate everyone's interests and questions and downloads. Uh, To thank you all for your support, I thought I would do a short episode each week during the weeks that we don't have a full episode. So we plan to release full episodes every other month on the fourth Tuesday, so the next one would be in December. Between those full episodes, I want to do a short spotlight on topics related to previous episodes, closer looks at the library's permanent collection of art, and museum visit highlights, among other content. So, to thank you all for your support, this week I have a video recommendation for you. I have been asked a few times what my inspiration for starting this podcast was. I've always really liked color, but I can point to a YouTube video that I saw a few months ago that sparked my interest in starting a podcast specifically. It was a YouTube video from the Victoria and Albert Museum's YouTube channel. The title of the video is In Search of Forgotten Colors, Sachio Yoshioka and the Art of Natural Dying. You can find it at the link bit.ly slash vidrec1. This is a short four-part documentary. It is very soothing. It had such a strong emotional impact on me, likely due to its slow, deliberate pacing, the striking and interesting visual shots, and the content, which is delivered via captions exclusively. All of these elements are superbly done. The video starts in a traditional Japanese room where there are 23 uniform lengths of silk hung up on a rack for display. They are gently blowing in the breeze, and you can hear birds singing outside the open window nearby. The next section features a religious procession of mass figures with dyed silk costumes. We then see Sachio Yoshioka at work at the Somenotsukasa Yoshioka dye workshop. The video explains that Mr. Yoshioka has transitioned to using exclusively natural plant dyes in his family's business. He used pre-modern silk samples as guides for his work. The next section features the creation and use of Benny Red, which is made from safflower. As the next section explains, it is used to dye specifically crafted paper for annual religious rites at a temple in Nara. The last segment features Murasaki purple, made from the roots of purple gromwell, which is an endangered wildflower. This section highlights that different purples can be obtained by adjusting the same process. My explanation alone does not do this video justice. I highly recommend you experience it for yourself. Check it out at bit.ly slash vidrec1. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all of your support. And I'll see you next week. Please enjoy and look forward to the next CODE episode next week.
This section highlights that different purples can be obtained by adjusting... <laughs> adjusting. <laughs> 